0: You're listening to the What The Chuck Podcast, Podcast with Megan Rage. Into the thick of it. Into the thick of it. Oh, <laughs> I cannot get that song out of my head. So that's going to be what episode 56 is called. Into the thick of it. Into the thick of it Because that's how I've just been feeling About my life Every time that I Start doing something I'm like Into the thick of it Because everything's Just been a shit show First of all Let me just tell you Let me just Let me just tell you That I say Let me just tell you All the time I talk to people All day long On the phones And I just had to Get off work Do my radio show Now I'm doing my podcast And my voice Like hello I'm basically like A pop star I need to put the I need to be on a vocal Rest I need to take some time I need to take a day Because I'm straining These bad boys I mean it's a a freaking lot. And also, so I'm, I'm getting more comfortable at my job now. Definitely not a pro. It's going to take a long time, but I've been working on things and, you know, they give us feedback and things that we should work on and whatnot. So one of the things that like I've been having trouble with is not saying bye at the end of the call. Like ending the call the way that we're supposed to end the call, and then the customer says bye, and then I just have to ignore them. But it's so awkward. Like you're not supposed to say bye, and that's like something that they look at. So I have to actively force myself to not say bye-bye, because I do, do that. It's so annoying. I've also noticed recently. There's no way this person listened to this. There's this girl. I used to put her tracks in at a radio station in Sacramento. That means it's kind of like what I do with K-Duck. Like, I'm not live there. I send in my show a day in advance. It's pre-recorded. So when I worked at a radio station in Sacramento, someone would send in their tracks and I would put them in. And I was so fucking annoyed by her voice every time I put it in. She would be like, (laughs) coming up. (laughs) Just a fake fucking laugh on every. (laughs) (laughs) a fake laugh on everything and it was so forced and just I fucking hated it and I always made fun of her and it made me not like her as a person I know that's just ridiculous but it did it just made me feel like she was fake because like just be you and I've noticed recently that while I am me on Duck, like I sing I go yeah a lot I like make really weird noises I also I've noticed recently I do this thing okay let me see if I can even do it it's okay I kind of just did it right there it's it's 104.7 K I can't because I'm trying. Now I'm making fun of the other person. I'm not talking like me. Okay, let's let's try. It's old school lunch on 104.7 Kata. No, I can't do it because I'm forcing it. I'll have to, one of these days when I'm listening back to my breaks, I'll have to like copy and paste it into a podcast episode because I do this whiny, like. <laughs> No, that's not even what I do. It's like "Eh -eh, eh -eh." I can't even explain it, but I do it and I've heard it recently and I've been annoyed with myself and I always wonder who puts my tracks in. Does my boss do it and does he think this bitch is fucking annoying because I listen to myself sometimes and I'm like, I'm annoying and if I were putting in my tracks, I'd be making fun of me. So I wonder if whoever puts my tracks in makes fun of me (laughs) because I would if I were them. So, okay, let me just start. The into let's just get into the thick of it, ho, ho, ho! So last Tuesday I recorded. Wednesday the podcast comes out. I think it was Wednesday morning. I okay. So our laundry, our washer and dryers, in the garage, and we have these little baskets that we that we put the clean laundry into and bring them upstairs we have a black one and a blue one so Brett left the black one out in the garage and he always likes to get the laundry straight out of the dryer put it in the basket and bring it upstairs and then it could potentially sit there for a couple days if I don't have time to fold it so I just told him I saw him go out there with the basket I'm like just leave everything in the dryer I said because I like to do a fluff um, cycle or you know I, I like to put the dryer on for a few minutes to get the clothes hot to get the wrinkles out and then I like to bring it upstairs and fold it immediately so he leaves the basket out there and I am a bug conscious type of person I'm always looking around for bugs I like don't I would there's a pair of shoes That have been sitting in our garage since I worked at Petco For two seconds and it's the Crocs that I bought they are black and they've been Sitting in the garage and I refuse to put my feet in them because I have told myself that there are spiders laying Nests in there, eggs or nests Or whatever so I'm very like Bug conscious and I thought to myself I don't Want to leave that laundry basket out there because it's Dark and some creepy crawler could crawl in There and then it would infiltrate our laundry And just be all bad so I Had that train of thought and then forgot about it. So the next day I'm at work and I um, on my lunch break or one of my breaks, I must have had a little extra time. So I go downstairs and I do my laundry thing and I get it out and I come upstairs and I'm going to start folding it. So I tip the laundry onto the bed And I'm folding it And Chuck I see him do something weird And so I'm on the phone with Brett He's on speaker And all of a sudden I look And I start fucking screaming You guys There is a big ass fucking bug on our bed So I'm going to tell you what kind of bug But I I mean I need you guys to keep something in mind There's been a lot of digging in our neighborhood We have a problem with this specific insect In our backyard And it's just in the area My dad has even had problems with these recently I've actually a lot of people that I've talked to And our pest control company so there's just been like an influx of these in and, and it always happens around summer but they said that they've noticed it a little bit more so we always have them in the backyard we get sprayed every other month and then once we get sprayed we see dead ones in the backyard but we don't ever see them inside um and it was a roach on the bed and it was the fucking most terrifying thing I've ever experienced in my life. I obviously brought it in from the garage. Originally, I thought Chuck um, gave it a piggyback ride into our bedroom. But no, it came from the laundry basket from the garage after I thought things through and I dumped it on the bed. And so I was freaking out. Brett wasn't home. I had to take care of it myself. I vacuumed it up into the vacuum cleaner. Oh my gosh, I had the heebie-jeebies. And then I shoved all the laundry back into the thing and I went down to the basket and then I took it downstairs and told Brett when he got home, he was going to have to take every piece of laundry out piece by piece, shake it out, make sure there was nothing else in there. And then I would, you know, take care of it from there. I was not able to sleep the next night or that same night because I just felt like things were crawling on me. And there's, I've been having spider situations lately. Like I was laying on the couch one night and a spider came from the vent right above. And then I was getting a wax last week with magenta and she hit my face. And I was like, What's happening? And she was like, I don't even want to tell you. And I was like, Oh my God, was there a spider on me? And she was like, Yes. She was like, It fell on your face, but I got it. Don't worry. I killed it. And I was like, I was like, This is so crazy. I've been having all these weird scenarios with bugs. And she was, was I was telling her about the roach thing and she was like I've been getting those too she's like they've been coming from the door underneath the door into our bedroom and I was like that is the fucking worst and my dad is having the same problem in his backyard he thinks it's because someone was um, fumigated or they were tented nearby so he thinks it's pushed them all to his house which is possible but we are clean people like very clean like we I mean if you want, follow me on Instagram and you see pictures of the inside of the house You know that the only thing that's messy is sometimes the kitchen table because mail piles up there But we are not disgusting people We just have a problem in the area and it seems to be that there's problems lots of places So anyways last night we're watching TV on the couch And we weren't going to call pest control to spray inside because it's just a big fucking about you know You have to figure out what you're going to do with the animals And it's just like with me working and with Brett working from home. I can't take a break I can't just like stand up and do something if I need to I have to have an opportunity to take a break. I can't just be like, oh, I have to pee, so hold on, I'm gonna drop everything where it is and go pee. No, I have to have an actual second to be able to do that. I have to not be on the phone. The rules are very strict. It is very micromanaged. So um, I just I didn't want to book a pest control appointment because I knew it was just a one-off thing. You know? Well, wrong. Because last night there was another one under the couch. I get up and we're gonna finish watching The Bachelorette in bed because Brett's tired. So we're getting up to go to bed at like nine o'clock, and I see something scurry. And luckily. We found it. Brett was like, "I can't find it," and I was like, "Well, I'm not going to bed until you find it. Like, you have to find it. I am not. I'm boycotting. I will stay down here all night and make sure that it doesn't go anywhere because I'm terrified." So he moved the couch and he found it and we squished it. So today I booked an appointment. They're coming first thing tomorrow morning, and so tomorrow is just going to be a massive shit show because I have to lock the animals in the room with me. They're only going to do the downstairs she's like you know I should not that she was trying to talk me out of it I love our pest control people they feel like friends because I talk to them I would say pretty often just to um, schedule the appointments for when they come out and spray outside and so she knows me and she was just like you know I you you sound like it's gonna be like stressful for you to try to spray tomorrow she's like they you don't you would know if you have had an infestation she's like this is everyone right now the weather has been fluctuating it's been going from really hot to cool she's like they come inside you have animals so I'm assuming that there's water on the floor they're just looking for that she was like don't if you don't stress yourself out over getting sprayed she's like I'm sure that it's going to be fine and that you Probably if you find any more, I'll just be like a couple that make it in somehow. And I'm like, no, I can't sleep at night because already tonight I don't want to get off work or do finish doing this. I'm not going to want to go downstairs and sit on the couch. Like I already said to Brett, let's eat dinner. Then let's take Benny to the dog park. And then let's never let's light the couch on fire and never sit on it again. And that's how I was with the bed. I just need a couple days to put it out of sight, out of mind. You know, it is. Oh, it's disgusting. And like we find dead ones all the time outside in the backyard because they spray and inside now, I'm terrified that we're going to start finding dead ones inside. I just can't deal with it. I've never looked a roach in the face until when Brett first moved here and we had him at the apartment complex. That's why we ended up moving out. We we got them to let us out of our lease because the building was infested, but they were babies. They looked like. I don't know. They look like little ants almost, but they weren't. They were baby roaches. Now here outside, we see those big mamma They, They the big ones out here in these streets. So um, that's what's happening right now. As I was talking about this, I flinched probably like 80 times because you feel things crawling on you that aren't actually there. Something that's been really bothering me lately is this new engagement thing on Instagram. So people are like, save my post or send it to a friend or comment on it to get the most engagement. And I understand that people are out here trying to push their businesses or they still really care about likes because I was at that phase in my life at some point. And I understand that people are also, like I said, doing business on Instagram and they need to stay relevant and at the top of everyone's feeds. But try a little bit harder, okay? These Instagram influencers out here, and I'll use my friend Anthony as, as an example because he is an Instagram influencer to an extent. They're just so lazy. Like I see these reality TV stars and they put up these polls on their Instagram and it's like, let's play a game. Which do you prefer? And it's just a blank screen. They're not even trying to try hard with like a picture or something behind it. And it's like this or that, pizza or pasta, daytime or nighttime, white or black, blue or green. What's your favorite color? Do you like ice cream? Or frozen yogurt, like it's the laziest fucking shit I've ever heard. And when people d- respond to these polls, their engagement goes up. That's why they're doing it. They don't give a f- they don't give a flying fuck if you like blue over green or that you would rather eat pizza than. Po- they don't care. They can't even see who's voting for what most of the time because they have too many followers in a certain type of account. So it doesn't tell them. It just tells them what the engagement is. So. Don't participate. No, I'm just kidding. Don't not participate. But if you I mean, no, no one's listening to me. That was on. I've been noticing a lot in like Love Island people or just like I said, influencers. And I don't know if there's anyone like that that listens. Definitely no one from Love Island. But just be better. Like I put polls up occasionally, but it's not to boost my engagement because I'm not doing dumbass shit. I do things that are sorry, funny or relevant to my life. Like when I had to go to Kaiser over the weekend to get my ears flushed out because I couldn't hear. And they, I said, should I ask the doctor about my toe? I literally wanted to know if that was going to be weird. I just feel like people on social media are getting so fucking lazy with the things that they post and they just expect that it's going to bring them all this engagement. And because people like to take quizzes, I mean, we've been taking quizzes since highlights, magazines, in the doctor's office waiting room on Cosmo on my like we when my boss sends, sends us a a poll and teams, I'm all over it. Bitches love a test, and I'm just saying, do better, make it more creative because right now they just suck, and I, I hate, I hate it. Every time I see it, I'm like annoyed, and I shouldn't be because it really doesn't directly involve me, but it just annoys me. So yeah, I had to go to the doctor to get my ears flushed out. I normally do that like once or twice a year because I full blown just will get to the point where I can't hear. But <clears throat> this year um, or this past year, I haven't been able to go because, well, hi, COVID. So I've just been letting it fester in there and my ears are super waxy. And so it got to the point just where I could not hear anymore. So I tried to schedule an appointment, but good old Kaiser, they never have anything available at least for you to book on your own on the weekends or like in the evening. So I emailed my doctor and then whoever, she wasn't, she wasn't here again. So whoever was taking over for her emailed me back and made me feel stupid and was like, you can just book an appointment for member services. Like you don't need to email every time you need to make an appointment. And I'm like, you motherfucker. Anyways. I ended up getting a hold of someone that was really nice. And they got me in on Father's Day to go get my ears flushed out. But of course they had to go through like all these steps first. Like they were like, oh, we just need to make sure that's what it is. I'm like, trust me, that's what it is. And they're like, oh, you're probably going to have to come back because we need you to put mineral oil in your ears to loosen up the wax. I was like, been doing that for a week. Like flush my ears out. Why are you trying to, why are you trying to make this hard for me? And they really pressed the question of how many alcoholic beverages I have. And you know, for the first time in my life, I didn't have to lie. I was like, I don't know I maybe drink once a week and have like four to five drinks on that day and I don't even drink every week normally I was (laughs) I was drinking every day and saying that I was only drinking I don't know maybe like once a month but this time I actually gave an honest answer and then they gave me the next question okay well in the last three months how many times have you had more I don't remember the question but it was a trick and she said that my answers didn't match up and I was like look I'm not trying to get you here. Like this isn't a game for me. I can't hear. So maybe you should ask me these questions after you flush my ears out. Just a thought. Maybe. So they came in and they expected my ears and they were like, yep, you're right. It is wax. And I was like, "Uh uh-huh. And this woman that was doing it, I've never had this experience before. And like I said, I've been getting it done forever. Am I talking fast? Sorry. She asked me or she acted as if like, I was projectile vomiting on her. She geared up like she was going into the heart of COVID back in April of 2020. Like a mask. She put on a gown, backwards gloves. Like I, I've never seen anything like it. I was like, it's just a little earwax. Like, how did you get here? I don't understand. I was like, I'll hold the little bucket, which of course you have to. You have to hold like this bucket up to your ear. And they put a ton of water, they like blast a bunch of water into your ear and it dislodges the wax and comes out into the bucket. It's really cool. It actually feels really good when it's over because, oh my gosh, it just feels like if you could feel the water going like through your brain and then it all drains out of your ear and all of a sudden it's like, oh, you can hear again and it's amazing. And then the doctor had to come back in again to check my ears. I don't know why. So many steps and processes. But I can finally hear again and now I have to take Benny to the vet tomorrow because he has an ear infection. I told you guys weeks and weeks ago that I thought something was up with his ears and then I told you that I looked in his mouth and his gums were red so I just figured it was a mouth thing. So I got Benny and Chuck. Well, the plan was to get Benny and Chuck groomed last week with my original groomer that I love. And Benny had not been groomed by her yet. So Chuck still had kind of like a funky eye thing. So when she got here, I was like, look, I don't want to get Chuck groomed. He's been stressed lately. I've been putting eye gunk in his eye every day and wiping it. I was like, I don't want to put him through a groom. So why don't we just cut his nails? And she was like, "Okay." so Brett gets Chuck and puts him in his carrying case so that our groomer, Cindy, can take him outside. Benny goes absolutely fucking crazy. I have never seen him go like this in my life, and it's because Chuck's in his case and he's meowing. I wish I could have gotten a video, but he was going absolutely insane because he thought that, like, I I don't know, he thought we were giving Chuck away. He, He saw Chuck in the case meowing and Cindy taking him, and he just freaked the fuck out. So it was I was like, oh, he really does love Chuck. Like it it was so cute. But it was also like, dude, calm down. So she brings Chuck in, gets trims his nails, brings it back, takes Benny. And um, when she brings Benny back, he is like really messing with his ears. She's like he had a lot of hair in there. It was impacted. She was like, he definitely has an ear infection. She's like, I didn't pull all the hair out. She's like, you need to work on it with Brett. And then she gave me all these remedies for him. She's like, you can actually put monostat in his ears. She was like, because it's for yeast. So she's like, you could put witch hazel in his ears. I would get swimmer's drops for kids and hydrogen peroxide. She's like, you totally don't need to go to the vet. You can handle this at home. So I did have ear powder stuff to be able to pluck his ears. But I just feel bad because it really does hurt him when you do it. So I go to Rite Aid. I buy monostat. I'm so embarrassed. I'm at the store and I didn't get a basket. I'm not wearing a mask because I didn't think that you had to. But everyone in there was looking at me crazy so they can see me holding my monostat. At and my witch hazel and my eardrops I just look like I'm I don't know I don't know what it looks like I'm doing something weird and I check out and I come home and I didn't even think to do this before or after I talked to her but I just Google everything that she told me. And some of it seems to be on brand. The monostat thing. I found a ton of blogs about putting monostat mixed with cortisone cream in your dog's ear to, rem- to remove or to just ease the pain or the itchiness. So I went ahead and did that. But then I was reading conflicting things about the swimmer's ear. And I was also reading conflicting things about the witch hazel. And then I was also reading conflicting things about the hydrogen peroxide. So I just decided that I was going to go ahead and book him an appointment with the vet and of course they're booked a a week out so he's not going in till tomorrow and I'm just gonna have them give me do whatever they need to do with his ears pull the rest of the hair out out, and then give me whatever medicine I need to clear up whatever he has going on and also to maintain because he does get in the water not by choice because Brett throws him in (laughs) So if Brett's going to continue to throw him in the pool against his will, then I'm going to need some drops for his ears because this is obviously going to be a regular thing or maybe it won't. So after like we've been taking him to get grooms and groomed and stuff that, you know, we bathe him ourselves. And so I bring like a toothbrush and I maintain his eyes. But his ears are one thing that I just haven't messed with yet. So the, the, the hair was thick in there. And that's one of the reasons that I hadn't done it. I was just kind of thinking, OK, well, I'll have Cindy do it, our groomer, and then I can maintain it from there. But now I've been scared to even get in there. So I'm just going to let the vet handle it and then hopefully maintain it from there and it won't be an issue going forward. So stressful. But him reacting to Chuck getting put in the the carrier was honestly the cutest thing ever. Um, So last Friday, England played Scotland and Brett went with my Sister-in-law's brother out all day to watch the game and then they went out and got some drinks or whatever So I picked him up and I was just gonna go get myself a poke bowl But brett was you know drunk and hungry. So he wanted pizza So we get home and i'm just like i'm not going to pick up some weird ass pizza that you're gonna request because I already Feel it coming. I said I haven't eaten all day I've been looking after the animals while you've been gone while i've been working I had to do a radio show like i'm getting the pizza that I want and I want roundtable When brett first moved to america, he loved roundtable he freaking hates it now like despises it he wants nothing to do with it and every time that we get it it's because he's like done something wrong and he has to make something up to me so he's like I'll let you get roundtable so he of course puts up a fight but then I end up getting my way and I end up ordering roundtable and they are busy I can tell by the by how I by just the noise in the background when I call so I get there and they're like, it's gonna be. I waited 45 minutes before I went and then I got there. They're like, it's gonna be another 20 to 30 minutes. So I sit down and this has not happened to me in a long time because normally when I go places, I'm with Brett now, right? So I'm sitting down and I'm just kind of like looking at my phone and I feel a guy approaching with like maybe like an eight year old and he says why don't you sit next to this nice lady and the kids kind of shy and he's like oh she understands that kids need to sit down she's probably a mommy too I'm like whoa there with the assumption so the kid comes and sits next to me kind of next to me he's like at another table but at the chair right next to me and this guy starts talking you know soup you know those people that talk really loud so that you can hear their conversation and they say they think that they're saying really impressive shit and really they just come across like they're the most magic person person on the face of the planet and you're like shut the fuck up i hate everything that you're saying. So he was like, yeah, he kept calling him buddy. Like it, he was treating this kid as if he, it was like he was babysitting a stranger, like really babying him. And you could tell the kid was embarrassed. He's like, yeah, buddy. You see this on the TV screen? Keep in mind, this kid's older. That's baseball. Yeah, your old man used to play baseball back in the day. I used to be a lot buffer. And then he starts talking about like baseball players who have done unethical things. And then he starts talking about Lance Armstrong. And he's giving him these life lessons like, yeah, buddy, you know, in life, you just got to do the right thing. And he's like, I can... Feel him looking at me and he wants me to like have a co-parenting moment with a perfect stranger at round table. Moral of the story is never again. You can officially count me out for round table because I don't ever want to be in that situation again. I had to sit next to this guy for like 20 minutes before they called my name and then they had the audacity. I paid for three five ounce ranches. They didn't have not a one on top of my pizza box. They were just going to let me go. If I was the manager at that round table and I had to wait over an hour for a pizza, I would be giving out free. You get a ranch. You get you get a you get a five hour five ounce ranch. You get a five ounce ranch. Everyone gets a five ounce ranch. How come that's so hard to say, especially quickly? Um, Okay, so. I have to tell you guys about what we did over the weekend. (sighs) We have been wanting to take Benny on an adventure. I mean, that's the primary reason that you get a dog, right? To like add to your family, to go do fun things. We haven't really gotten to do anything with Benny yet. So we decided this weekend that we were going to go take him somewhere. So this girl that I know had posted from this place called Emerald Pools. And it's in Nevada City. I I Googled it and I saw that it was like an hour and 24 minutes away. And so we, we planned the day to go out there. We get snacks. We get a big gallon water for Benny. We get some Gatorades for us. We pack towels. And when I looked at the, you know how you can look at a tag on Instagram and see the location? Well, when I looked at previous people that had been there, it looks quiet, dead. Just like a lot of Instagram models in their thong bikinis, like posting in this very calm, serene looking water. And I was like, yeah, this will be perfect for us. Maybe Benny will even want to get into the water. So we pack up the car with a brush, some toys. I wear flip flops because the girl that I know that went there said that it's like a half a mile walk in. She said it's a super easy walk. So we get in the car and we just have the best time driving to Nevada City and we get in to the area where we know we need to be. It took us like an hour and a half with traffic. And there's hella cars, okay? And it's hot. It's like in the 90s. And so we get out of the car and we start walking uphill to find the entrance. And um, Benny goes into some foxtails again. I can tell that his feet are hurting on the pavement. I'm trying to carry a bag and my backpack, and I'm like, Start to have a panic attack. And Brett and I are not good at good under pressure when we're both under pressure. If there's we're in a situation where like I'm not stressed, but Brett is, I can normally talk him down and vice versa. But in this moment, we were both panicking and we just started to argue with each other. I'm like, you have to pick Benny up, his feet are hurting, and he's like, Oh, I just want to fucking go home. Like we are like screaming at each other in the middle of the road. And finally, I'm just like, I I'm ready to give up because I we can't find where we're supposed to go. Brett's carrying Benny, and there's other people people walking their dogs around us and we just look ridiculous like the people that won't let their dog walk like we look like idiots. And um I it's just hot and everything's uncomfortable and I'm just I I'm down to leave at this point. And then we start to hear people and we see some guys and I'm like, "Is it this way to Emerald Pools?" and they're like, "Yeah, it's super short distance or whatever." So we start following them and the walk in isn't bad. It's just like a dirt road and then we get there. And it is not only packed, but there are rocks everywhere that you have to like jump to to get across. Well, number one, Benny has never done anything like this. He doesn't enjoy the water. He's not going to swim. Number two, we're both wearing flip flops. Number three, my toe. And so it's just a nightmare. So Brett's like, should we just leave? And I'm like, no, we already made it this far. Let's just go. So we kind of hop across some rocks. Benny is like sliding down every rock. He's clearly not enjoying it. Um, He did get in the water on his own a couple times. But you could just tell that it wasn't his jam We get over to the spot in the water And we can't do anything Like I'm too scared to let Benny off the leash Because he's barking at like every dog in the area I don't know if he's just going to take off Because he gets super excited when he sees people So I could just see it in my head We would take him off the leash And he would just start like you know running at people Having the zoomies all over this like lake body of water I don't really know what it was So we are trying to take him through the water Dragging him His poor claws are scratched on all the rocks I'm trying not to jam my toe Brett doesn't want to get he's grossed out by the water he doesn't want to put his feet in the he just doesn't want to do anything we sit down I get a video of it because it's pretty and then I'm like okay so are we leaving he's like absolutely so we just we do everything again get the bags packed put the towel around my neck Brett's like half carrying Benny half like pulling him across the it's a fucking nightmare A literal nightmare. I'm like, we should have just gone to Folsom Lake. I mean, we drove all this way, bought all these snacks that we couldn't even carry in. Once we realized like what we were doing, we left everything that we bought in the car, like didn't even bring it with us besides some water to give to Benny. And we had just gotten him groomed, too. And here he is in this murky, mucky water. And then he takes a big, droopy, droppy shit on the fucking, on the dirt. And there's no trash cans around for me to dump the bag. I mean, it is a nightmare. He slept the entire way home. And we were only there for 30 minutes. So you know how exhausted he was. It was a lot for him. Like, I've never seen him swim. Whenever Brett puts him in the pool, he just kind of, like, shuffles to get straight out. But no, he was in the water. Like, he was forced to swim. It was a sink or swim situation. And the poor guy didn't like it So we get home And we're like so excited To get in the pool Because we didn't really get To get in the water there It wasn't We couldn't get to a part That was deep enough Because everything was Making me nervous And we just We just couldn't do it We were wearing sandals We needed those stupid Mesh water shoes Like we were just not Prepared for this at all So we get home And we're like so excited To get in the pool And I'm like Maybe Benny will get in the pool Nope Still not having it. We shampooed him in the backyard because he was disgusting. And then we got in the pool and went inside. And that night, actually, we ended up going to dinner at Camden Spit and Larder. Sorry, Camden Spit and Larder. A guy from England owns it. He's the chef. And people have been telling us to go there for such a long time. And we finally went. And it was the best restaurant that I've been to in a really long time. Like, it's going to replace Hawks as our go-to. The food was so good. The drinks, the ambiance, like everything a girl that's my friend that I haven't seen in forever was our server and so that was just a nice surprise if you haven't been it's on Capitol Mall it is amazing 1010 recommend they do specials on different days I can't wait to go back and get the fish and chips it's like English food but fancy and also not English food at the same time like there's things that aren't typical like they had pokey on the menu which shocked me because every time I go to England it doesn't exactly scream raw fish so yeah if you're looking for a cool date night spot I would definitely recommend. Um, I watched Clueless over the weekend as well. I haven't seen that movie in so long. And I didn't realize how many quotes that I use on a regular basis to this day were from Clueless. I probably haven't watched it since I was a kid. And it's one of those movies where you watch it, you haven't seen it in a long time. And things that you kind of like the song situation where I was singing all these songs and I didn't know what they meant. I finally understood Clueless. Like, I guess I just have never put much thought into it and what it actually was about but I watched it as an adult and I use so many of the sayings and I also understand it now so it's just a trip to watch a movie like that that you used to watch when I was a kid also kind of shocking that I was allowed to watch it I remember thinking Paul Rudd was such a hot old guy and now he looks so young in that movie it's just perspective you know it's so funny um yesterday I had to do a ergo test or an ergo evaluation at my work and this big buff ass guy was doing it and I just I was kind of hung over yesterday because I had a couple bottles of wine at my parents house on Sunday for Father's Day and um, I just probably looked like a train wreck, you know, and I was like leaning forward and he was like Megan we're doing an ergo test. Can you not lean forward anyways. The point is, he was like looking around at the office and he had me go get a tape measure to measure certain things. And I came back up and you guys, I've never used a tape measure before. And I had no clue what I was doing. I was like two inches. He was like two inches, like from the floor to where my the keyboard is he's like it's not two inches do you know how much two inches is and I was like I have no concept of measurements at all and it was probably the most embarrassing 30 minutes of my life and he was not a jokester like he had a very straight face which made it even more embarrassing but over the course of the 30 minutes of me just not knowing what the fuck was going on he ended up warming up to me which is good because we are going to have to have a second meeting because I'm a hot mess which probably is part of the reason as why my back is always hurting I didn't tell him that because I feel like they take it so seriously Like, I didn't want to make any jokes about like, oh, yeah, I just went and got a massage and she said that I was really tight back there. Like, no, nothing. I was just being very serious and straightforward with him because I don't want to get written up for anything. Um, I have a few. I had a few other things that I was going to talk about, but I'm going to save it for next week because I am feeling Nauseous at the moment. <laughs> I feel like I didn't eat enough for lunch, or and I didn't eat breakfast, and I didn't have a coffee today. So I'm just gonna get straight into the batch, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna table some of these other things until next week. I will still talk about them. There's something really cool that happened last week um, with some radio people, and they've been co-hosts for a really long time. And this story is just something that I've been like infatuated with for the past week. It's like a real life. Rom-com. I think that's why I'm so obsessed with it. So I'm going to tell you guys um, about that next week. I do have a couple Peloton statuses in the bank, but I will save those as well. Um, I do have a funny story from last week's Jock Jams. Um, one of my friends sent me a funny story about her singing in the car with her parents. These are all nice little teases for you. You'll have these little nuggets to look forward to next week. Um, but The Bachelorette last night was I- I've never cried so much in a season. That I have in the first two episodes of this season I've cried episode two and I cried episode three Like they're just really tugging at your heartstrings And I just have to say that I really love How Katie is taking charge of the season She's not letting the producers keep around asshole men For good ratings I feel like this is her show She's doing it exactly how she wants it Bye Carl, see you never you are disgusting. You disgust me. See ya. Um, I dislike the guys. I, I didn't at first. Justin last night with his facial expressions. I still don't like Aaron at all. He's the freaking worst. Um, Michael with his wife, that story that he told about Laura. Like these guys, some of these guys are here for the right reasons. I have to tell you, though, my mind did spiral thinking about if Michael isn't the one that she picks at the end. He is going to have this platform whether he wants it or not. Is he going to turn out to be some like douchey guy? Some like, you know, five inch inseam short wearing, uh, you know, Instagram influencer getting endorsements for his kid type of guy. I hope not. I hope that we don't spiral to that place because I can see Hunter doing that, even though he swears he's here for the right reasons. I think that he is, but I also don't buy his whole act. When they were sitting in the in the, in the circle with Nick Vile, I felt like some of those guys were actually making those stories up. Not saying that Hunter was, but I just felt like some of the stories were... I don't know. They were put on the spot and they had to think of something and they wanted to seem like they were in touch with their emotions. So they, you know, pulled out the sniffles and pulled out all the stops. But that Justin guy, man, his facial expressions, you have to know the one he was. The camera was on him a lot on last night's episode or on Monday night's episode. By the time you listen to this, Um, I cried a lot. A lot of the guys are growing on me. I still don't know all of their names, so I can't really like Pick favorites. I do still like Greg, even though I have a feeling he's going to be bad news. I love Michael. I am pissed that we saw um, previews for next week, and it appears that Blake is coming back from Tasha's season. I want no part in that. I also can't stand the guy. Who, what's the guy that everyone hates right now that's clearly not there for the right reasons that is actually admitted that he came onto the show thinking that he will eventually be The Bachelor? And you know what? If he would have kept his goddamn mouth shut, he might have been because he's got the looks, but he hasn't got the chat. He is, he just talks himself in circles, which I kind of feel like I'm doing this episode. I feel sick. So I'm sorry you guys. I feel like you're not getting my best material. I like so I normally write what I'm gonna talk about on in my notebook and then I set it off to the side. But the way that my office is set up it's not very ergonomically correct. I have to look to my left to look at that piece of paper that has all my notes on it. And every time I look over there my vision is blurry. So that's not a good sign. I feel like I didn't drink enough water today. I'm finding it really challenging when I'm at work to drink water because we're not supposed to eat or drink when we're on the phones. But when I tell you I don't have a second to breathe in between calls, I don't. So I'm having a hard time finding time to take drinks of water. And so I think that I just haven't had enough water today. I've been going since this morning and it's now 630 at night. So I just think that... um, Maybe I need, so I, oh, oh, I found out my schedule. So I'm actually going to have Wednesdays off and Sundays off. It's a split schedule, which isn't ideal, but it's nice that I'm going to have a weekday off. So I was kind of going over this in my head. Part of me wants to move the podcast so that it would be out on Thursdays since I have Wednesdays off and could record it, but here's the cons. I don't want to spend my day off recording the podcast. I would rather because I like interacting with everyone when they're listening to it. So I'd rather still record it on Tuesday and then have have Wednesday as like, you know, we talk about it. That's the number one on the con list. Number two, I don't want to have this shift forever and I don't want to move the podcast episode every time I get a new shift or have a different day off. So the likelihood of me changing it is slim. I'm probably going to keep it, but I just need to. There was a time where I was doing this in the morning I think I might need to go back to that because oh actually I don't know because I'm gonna be my my real shift I start a lot earlier in the morning so I'll be done earlier in the afternoon so maybe I don't know we'll have to see right and some days it doesn't affect me but today whoo I'm feeling it 15 minutes ago I was already I was almost like hmm. let's just not put an episode out this week Anyways, go back going back to The Bachelorette. I feel like this is going to be a really good season. I'm getting a good vibe with the with the guys. I like how they've been uniting and making executive dec- decisions as a unit. I trust a lot of them. I started following some of them on Instagram last night and I just, I don't know, I get different vibes from these guys and I like that for Katie and I really hope that she comes out on the other side with someone that is trustworthy and that is here for the right reasons and I feel like a lot of the guys besides the one guy that we all know is not here for the right reasons, I feel like most of them are. Like I don't get any like huge red flags besides the Greg stuff from anyone else and I hope the Greg stuff isn't true. I did see a spoiler. Um right before the first episode and it was of the final four guys and I instantly clicked out of it and I don't remember any of the faces except for one. Thank God I was like, I don't know any of these guys yet. So none of these faces are going to stick. And one of them did. So I know one of the final four. Obviously, I'm not going to tell you, but um, I'm excited to see. First of all, I'm excited to not see any more spoilers. I'm thinking about muting Reality Steve completely just because I really don't want to know. I the last couple years, you know, it wasn't working. I don't my life wasn't a lot different. I need that excitement. I need that mystery. I need it. So I'm probably going to mute him so I don't see any spoilers, but I just really like, you you guys know I like to cry. So I I like that there's been a lot of tearjerkers so far this season. A lot of like hard topics that we're talking about. And I hope that that continues. And I hope that Michelle carries that forward because she's on the same caliber of woman as Katie. Like she's a good person a school teacher. I like that they when they say that they're casting for their next Bachelorette, they say that it's Michelle Young. I feel like she's going to get a good group of guys. Not that people didn't know it was Katie, but I feel like they have a lot of time to look for Michelle's guys. They haven't started filming yet. It's probably going to be a little while. I'm getting ahead of myself talking about her season before we've even got to episode four of Katie's season, but I've just been loving it. Okay, follow me on Instagram at What The Chuck Podcast. Thanks for being here for yet another episode of What the Chuck with Megan Rage. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on Instagram at What The Chuck Podcast.